welcome to Get Paid for Your Pad, the definitive show on Airbnb hosting, featuring the best advice on how to maximize profits from your Airbnb listing, as well as real-life experiences from Airbnb hosts all over the world. Welcome. Get paid for your pad. 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 I've begun using a really cool surface from Aviva IQ, and it's made my life so much easier. My guests love receiving all the important details about their stay exactly when they need it. And I love all the five-star reviews I'm getting on communication. Check them out at www.avivaiq.com. Welcome everybody to episode number 126. This is a very special episode because we're going to be discussing some of the Airbnb news that came out recently, but we also have a very special guest on the show and her name is Emery Lieberman, who oversees the home sharing groups in the United States. Uh, her official title is the All America Mobilization Manager. And of course, I'm also joined by one of the team members of Hostly, and this time it, it's David, my, of course, my favorite team member, and he's also the CEO and co-founder of Hostly. So Emery and David, welcome to the show. Thank you. Um, you can't see me blushing, but I'm blushing over here. <laughs> hey Jasper, great to have you. How you doing today? I'm doing very well. I'm I'm sitting in the Westin uh, on a beach in Panama, overlooking the ocean, and there's about I'd say about three four hundred pelicans diving into into the ocean to catch fish right in front of me. So it's a it's a pretty uh, a spectacular sight. We're in an office meeting room. <laughs> That's pretty exciting too. <laughs> Anyway, let's talk about Airbnb communities and Airbnb home sharing clubs. And I want to start out with a question because I'm sometimes a little bit confused um, when it comes to Airbnb communities. And I'm sure Emily can share some light on this. There's uh, community.airbnb.com where you can sign up for communities that are based in all different cities and markets around the world. And there's also the airbnbcitizen.com. So em Emily, could you could you explain what's the difference between those two? That is a really great um, question. So Airbnb, the community center itself, is a online platform for hosts to connect with each other to get online support for any question they may have to do with anything about hosting. Um, so if you meander on over to community.airbnb.com, you'll be able to see post posting questions about hey, I have a guest who's locked out. What am I supposed to do? How do I get them the keys? Can anybody give me advice? To questions on taxes to other local hosts, to guests who are interested in maybe starting to host and they are curious as to how they even get started. And it's just a safe space for hosts to get each other's feedback and thoughts on any subject they may have. Airbnb Citizen is a little bit more of an online resource um, supported by our public policy team for anyone, anywhere to get information about what's going on in their given city around public policy, around any 
like disaster response efforts we're doing, any social good impact projects and so on. So it's a little bit more information from Airbnb to our community. And the Airbnb Community Center is a place for um, hosts and guests and users to interface with each other. Does that answer your question, Jasper? It does. Thank you for clarifying that. Great. Of course. So I'd love to hear a little bit about the genesis of home sharing clubs. What exactly is that? Uh, where were you with things a year ago-ish when you started? And where, where are you today? Happy to answer that one. Um, so Peter Kwan, I don't know if he's been a guest on this show before, but he should next definitely be a next guest at some point. Um, but Peter Kwan started the Home Shares of San Francisco in 2008 because he saw a need for a host to come together and have a space that was completely independent of the company to discuss what was going on around regulations and taxes and just have a support center for hosts to support other hosts. And that became really the cornerstone of our efforts in San Francisco to make sure that we passed fair and clear progressive legislation in the city itself. And we're able to make a very simple registration process for hosts to be able to share the home in which they live in San Francisco. And and we went through many, many iterations of um, political battles and upheavals and grassroots efforts to talk to elected officials and talk to the Airbnb or talk to the San Francisco um, supervisors. And then in 2014, 2015, we had a full um, ballot campaign to make sure that the city voted no on Proposition F to protect home sharing in San Francisco from a lot of really extreme amendments. And so a lot of what we were able to do in San Francisco as a community of Airbnb hosts, as well as the company being able to support the efforts of the Airbnb hosts was to work with the San Francisco home sharers. And so with these amazing leaders who like David Jacoby, like Peter Kwan, like so many others who could lead their group of hosts we were able, we as you know, Airbnb were able to partner with the home sharing group of San Francisco to really make sure we fought for what the hosts wanted and we were able to equip them with the tools to be effective in their advocacy. So at the end of 2015, Proposition F in San Francisco failed. Everyone said, rah, rah, how wonderful, you know, home sharing can survive another day. And Chris Lehane, our head of public policy um, at Airbnb Open in Paris in 2015, announced to everybody that one of the reasons why we were so successful in San Francisco was because we had this independent group led by hosts and for hosts on the ground that could really be their own voice in the political sphere. And our, he announced to everybody that Airbnb would help support the launch of 100 of these home sharing clubs around the world. And we would support them by giving them the tools to be effective in their advocacy. But really, this was a space just for hosts to make an impact in their community and really determine what their vision for change would be. So in a lot of cities where these clubs started forming, it was about advocacy, making sure they had fair, clear laws that made sure that it was like really easy for hosts to comply in a way that didn't affect the housing market in many of these urban centers. And then in a lot of these other smaller cities where there wasn't any political question or gray area, they were doing a lot of 
volunteerism. So the hosts got together to say, we all love hosting. We want to support each other and be the very best host possible. But we also want to educate our community, our greater community about the benefits of Airbnb. So that meant a lot of also educating small business owners. So obviously, Hostfully is a lot about, you know, showing the small business community how Airbnb listings and outlying neighborhoods is really good for a city's economy. And so a lot of these hosts are doing this totally on their own, is they're going door to door to small businesses and saying, hey, did you know that I'm an Airbnb host? I've been in the neighborhood for this long. And please, like, let me partner with you so that both small business community and our home sharing club community can come together to educate all of our neighbors about what this economic and cultural boost means for our local city. So I know that is a lot of talking (laughs) at you, but currently we are at, so that was the end of 2015 when Chris Lehane made that big announcement. And as of February 5th, um, 2017, we are at 112 home sharing clubs around the world. And over 40% of these are outside the US, which is really stupendous because it all began um, right here in our hometown in San Francisco. But we realized that there were so many hosts all over that were already doing this, but we just wanted to invite them in to be part of this global network so they could connect with other home sharing clubs who felt just as passionately about getting together offline in living rooms, in small businesses to come together around a shared vision of like what the home sharing impact could be. What are, that's awesome. Thanks for that overview. <laughs> what, what are some of the locations of those 112 uh, that we might not think about? Oh man. So they're all over the place. Um, if I whip out a map right now, um, so Jasper, you're in Panama right now, correct? That is correct. So we don't have any clubs in Panama right now, but we do have clubs in Mexico City and Sao Paulo and Rio and soon to have one in Brasilia, which is in Brazil as well. Um, I actually have a handy dandy map <laughs> that I can pull up here with special locations. I love maps. Oh, good. Me too. While you're bringing that up, uh, one thing that I found real helpful here in San Francisco when you're talking about the local merchants and how Airbnb Mm -hmm. helps support the local economy, there were these little cards that you gave us that we could put in the in the room where our guests stay that they then bring to businesses. And it says, you know, hi, I'm Joe. They write in their name and Mm -hmm. I've been staying at an Airbnb and, you know, I'm an Airbnb guest. And it's they bring that to different places. And it's their way of kind of telling the local community how Airbnb is helping them. What what I find on a Tuesday afternoon, there's a lot of brunch spots, for example, that they're packed on the weekend, but in the middle of the week, it's fairly empty. And now that there's tourists in these neighborhoods, they're providing more business instead of just spending money at the touristy overpriced downtown places. Completely. Yes, Um, we have. And we also have these um, small or they're locally loved small business stickers. So if you've been around and you see like Yelp, we're recommended on Yelp or like TripAdvisor loves us. These stickers that they can put in the window that helps people come in and recognize that this is a spot that others have recommended. Um, We also have these for Airbnb hosts to give to their small businesses in certain locations, um, depending on language and depending on like if there are resources to give out these stickers. And if a small business puts this in their window, then hopefully Airbnb guests and hosts say, wow, this is 
recommended by Airbnb hosts and Airbnb hosts are the local experts and they know the best spots. So I'm going to go into this place because Airbnb hosts recommend Uh it. The new Yelp sticker, the new TripAdvisor sticker. sticker. Yes. So we have clubs everywhere just to uh, pull up my map. We have a ton in New York. We actually have 13 in the New York area, um, New York City, in New York State, because they're really active in advocacy efforts there. In Florida, we have clubs in Fort Lauderdale, Miami, Miami Beach, in the Southwest, New Orleans, Houston, Austin, San Antonio, Dallas, Santa Fe, Tucson, Scottsdale, Phoenix, and then we get into, you know, California, we have Sonoma, Marin, Sacramento, the East Bay, Davis, Del Mar, San Luis Obispo, LA, San Diego, in Hawaii, we have clubs in Oahu and Maui, and in the Northwest, we have Portland, Seattle, and in Canada, we have Vancouver and Toronto. And then if we look at Europe, for instance, where we just had um, such an expansion of our amazing clubs in um, Europe. We have clubs in Hamburg, Berlin, Frankfurt, Vienna, Zurich, Milan, Brescia, Florence, Roma, Naples, Barcelona, (laughs) Valencia, Seville, Porto, San Sebastian, Dublin, London. And then in APAC, we have clubs um, all over Australia. So Byron Bay, Sydney, Melbourne. We also have Tasmanian, Auckland. And then we're starting to get to um, Taipei, Tokyo, Kyoto, Sapporo. So all of these clubs are really for the hosts and by the hosts, which is really, really wonderful. And they all have both an online and offline presence. So it's a really great way. Something that we provide to clubs is on the community center, um, a space just for clubs to interact with each other. So if you go to www.airbnb.com slash clubs, that will bring you directly to the clubs pages on the community center. And this is a space for clubs to discuss all of their upcoming actions, meetings they want to have, what's going on, sharing interesting articles, and so on. Um, So that's a really good place for all of you listeners to start to check out and see if you already have a club in your given city so that you can check out what's going on, what they're talking about, and ask them if you can join in the conversation. So that is the perfect place for you to start your journey in the home sharing clubs realm is to really check out that website and see what your local club is already doing. And if there there isn't a, a club yet, then you can start your own. Mm hmm. So on you do that. So yes. So on that um, community center clubs page, there is a link at the bottom that says, don't see your club listed. Fill out our form here. And this is a way for hosts who haven't don't have a club yet in their city to explain, like, what do you see as the vision of impact? What kind what do you think your club could do? What do you see the benefits of bringing hosts together? And then our team will follow up with some resources and some tools for you to get started. I remember uh, at the Airbnb Open in 2015 when Chris Lehane spoke and made the announcement about the 100 clubs. That was pretty ambitious. I mean, that's like mm-hmm. one every three, three and a half days. Uh, how did you go about doing that? Did did they just request come flooding in? Did you know certain super hosts in, in cities and reach out to them to see if they are interested in being a leader? Great question. So a lot of these cities were already organizing already. So it was a very easy like, hey, we are starting this program. Do you want to be part of it? Do you want to include already your existing organizing efforts and be included in this global network? And overwhelmingly, people said, yes, please give me a club page. I'd love to make it easier to do what I'm already doing. Um, And then there's a lot of cities that we just know have a ton of hosts. And so what we could do is really start 
finding these leaders who really had all of these big visions for what they think their club could do and really roping them in and giving them all of the like access to really talk to other hosts and to build a, like a three month plan. So a lot of our clubs, you know, build what they, they want to have three meetings in three months. What do they want their meeting to focus on? How many people do they want to be there? How are they going to book a venue or who's going to host in their house? Should they bring it have it catered? Do they want to make it potluck style? You know, do they want to focus on small business outreach? Do they want to focus on having everyone in the club become a super host at the end of the year and so on? So really they create their own goal and then they drive it all themselves. So we're really trying to push these clubs to be like fully independent um, so that they can really actualize their own vision. And it's not always about specific legal policy issues going on. It's beyond that. It might be very much beyond that. Some cases are um, depending on what the political situation is at the time. But really, it's a platform for hosts to come together around their passion for home sharing and really educate others about what this activity is and what it means for them. And also just for it to be a host support system for each other. And as you know, like there is a global community center where you can talk to any host around the world about any question you may have, but it's a little different when you talk to the host down the street, who's your neighbor about what it means to them to be a host and potentially pass off referrals or, oh my gosh, I actually can't host because I had a family emergency. Hey, I have this friend who's in the club and I know they provide a really great experience and they're even closer to the hospital for my guest who's actually taking their child to, you know, the local hospital. And so let me just set them up with you instead. And it's all because of these relationships and friendships that can be built in like a living room. Yeah. I think that's one great thing about the Airbnb open Uh, here in San Francisco. There's a very active community of hosts and and of us who are involved. We know a lot of hosts Uh, and speaking with some hosts at the Airbnb open, they came and they didn't know any other hosts in the area. And to see that they are part of this bigger community of hosts everywhere, it made them feel like accepted and excited about what they're doing and kind of motivated to get a community back home and seek out those other hosts nearby. Uh, You spoke at the Airbnb open this year, right? Right. How did, how did that go? Oh, it was great. Um, I spoke about the club's program as well, just the power of our own community um, and how much change we can have when people come together. It was wonderful. We had um, three hosts up on a panel talking about their own local communities. And that is like completely the truest truth, um, David, about how, you know, you might have this app that you feel connected to and you feel really connected to these guests who come in inside in and out of your house, that they're strangers and they leave as friends. And it's even it really deeply roots this notion of being like an Airbnb citizen becomes part of your identity when it becomes woven through your social fabric. And when you have monthly meetings with people that you really recognize who feel just as passionately about this app as you do and about the guests who come in through their door. And it is a really takes it to the next level. Hosts. Does it feel like you're spending way too much time responding to questions from your Airbnb guests? Is the fear of a possible bad review keeping you up at night? I recently learned about a really helpful service called Aviva IQ. With Aviva IQ, my workload and worries have reduced dramatically. All I had to do was link my Airbnb listings to Aviva IQ, create my messages and schedule delivery times. That's it. I can't believe how easy it was to set up. Now I can sit back and relax knowing that my guests receive all the important details on time 
every time. Everybody sleeps better. Check them out at www.avivaiq.com. One question that I have is, you know, you mentioned that there's over a hundred clubs and that it's been very successful in San Francisco where, you know, everybody was able to uh, prevent that uh, regulation from coming into place. Um, what other places are there where the home sharing clubs have, have seen some really good results? Yes. Um, so in Barcelona, they've had quite the uphill battle with trying to um, talk to the city and work with the city to pass fair laws around home sharing and really differentiate home sharing from like property owners, for instance, in Barcelona. And so they have seven neighborhood hyper local um, home sharing club. So it's not just like a citywide club. They actually have every single neighborhood has their own club with their own leaders. And the leaders come together and they say, what are we working on this month? But let's make sure we execute in our own neighborhoods because this is such a hyper local issue. So like what people are talking about around Airbnb and a Chample might be different than Zona Nord. And so in that regard, they've spent the last year truly trying to educate everybody, small business owners, elected officials, the mayoress and more about what it means to them. So, you know, they published a position paper and they've written to the newspaper and published op-eds and so on. And so Barcelona, it's really, it's been a constant dialogue with the city, but something really wonderful is the home sharing clubs are speaking directly to city officials. Also in New Orleans, we had a really great win, a really amazing piece of legislation passed in New Orleans that could have only happened with the power of our community and hundreds and hundreds of hosts showing up to tell their story. And um, in the world of grassroots organizing, we really believe that the story is the most powerful thing to changing minds and changing hearts is that, you know, you can have someone get into the nitty gritty of a policy of 60 days versus 90 days. And like, what should the registration process truly look like? And how do we remit taxes? And it can get into the weeds a lot when it comes to policy. But what is our most powerful thing is these stories that hosts have about how, you know, home sharing has impacted their lives and enabled them to stay in the cities in which they live or pay their mortgages or to afford to put their kids through college or be able to pay their parents medical bills. And the list goes on and on and on. And we see that in all these cities that people are able to make ends meet because of the money they generate through Airbnb. And so a lot of what these clubs are doing are really instilling that the power of every single individual host is their story. And so when you have hundreds of hosts show up at a city hall hearing about a piece of legislation and you have hours and hours of public comment of host after host after host talking about what this money means to their lives and what it means to invite guests to New Orleans who never ever would have able, been able to like have this local experience and to have it in such an accessible way, that is what changes the entire narrative. So a lot of what our clubs are doing is really to bring and uplift the voice of the host community to make change. All right. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, nice and inspirational for you. Do you feel am Jasper? Do you want to go tell your story immediately? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. It would be very new to me. I haven't, I've never told my story before, but, uh, <laughs> um, I know Wonderful. in Amsterdam, in Amsterdam, yeah. there's a very active, uh, community and I know the people who are, uh, running the home sharing club in Amsterdam. I actually had a, a meeting with them, uh, uh, before I came to uh, South America just a few weeks ago. 
So I'm familiar familiar with the efforts there. And Amsterdam is an interesting uh, location, actually, because I think, you know, the, the regulations that um, that Airbnb is now going to actually enforce on the platform by putting a, a counter on, on the website uh, for for people who host entire homes so that they can't they can't actually host for more than the amount of days that's uh, that's allowed. I think Amsterdam is probably going to be an example for other places as well. Yes, Amsterdam and London. And yeah, I think that all of this is so new. The laws are new. Airbnb is such a new concept. Um, our public policy head, Chris Lahane, often talks about how Airbnb is kind of like when cars were first on the road, where people said, oh my God, how do automobiles are so dangerous? These are so wild. Let's make sure we ban automobiles on our streets. And, you know, we see that was not that long ago at all. And here we are in many cities are in the same regard where they're like, I don't understand this activity. I don't get it. Let's make sure that it's banned. And so a lot of what we're doing is really trying to educate cities about like, how do we make data informed decisions about really progressive, fair regulations that are also easy to comply with so that hosts have a, like a really easy time being able to register and follow the rules in a way that makes sense and also allows them to continue generating this income as middle class families. And so in Amsterdam, this is a, like a really a new step at trying to, to make it easier for hosts to know how to follow the law. So when you have your 90 days is up, it's a lot easier to say like, oh, great, I'm not checking off the calendar on my, by myself, but I'm able to do it using our own platform. And one thing that's been real helpful for me here in San Francisco, as I'm a registered host, uh, is Airbnb collecting and paying the, the TOT tax, uh, the hotel tax on my behalf. There's no other platform that uh, will do that. And it makes it uh, very easy for me to comply with the city. Yeah. And great that you say that. So we this developed this tool um, collects hotel taxes at no extra burden to local governments. And so to date, since we launched this tool, it's helped us remit more than $110 million in new tax revenue in more than 200 jurisdictions around the world. And so some cities are paying are using these taxes to fund affordable housing or aid it or use it to aid the homeless. So it's a pretty amazing, exciting thing to be generating so much extra tax money for these cities that we're working with. In theory, the host should be collecting that tax on their own and remitting it to the city. But in practice, that's just normally not happening. Maybe a few hosts do, but the majority don't, probably. But anecdotally, right. <laughs> um, speaking of ban, this... Uh, this episode, we usually talk about news in general, and there were bigger bans in place that uh, executive orders with the president. And I know uh, Brian Chesky and Airbnb kind of stepped in and made a statement around that. Can you talk a little bit about that? Um, it's not my wheelhouse necessarily, <laughs> but yes, um, Airbnb has committed to housing and helping many refugees around the world who are displaced. Um, and Airbnbs, I mean, as you all, all listeners know, um, our entire mission is about belonging anywhere and creating a world where anyone can belong. And we are in a place right now where there is an urgent need. People need to be housed. Um, and because of the recent situation in the U.S., 
But way before that, even than what happened this week, Airbnb has been working a lot with local nonprofits to try to find housing for relief workers on the front lines, um, these humanitarian workers who travel and are like the very first to help out in an emergency disaster situation. And so we've been working way before 2017 to help those individuals. But now we're taking it to the next level. Um, I can say personally, I'm like really proud to work at a company that has such a public commitment to doing that and to saying like, we accept all people, um, no matter what your religious preferences, your race preference, like we are here for everyone to feel that they belong and not just to have a home, but to have someone welcome you into that home. And I noticed the new hashtag it changed from belong anywhere to we accept on the yeah. Super Bowl commercial last night. That was a big deal, Airbnb having a Super Bowl commercial. I feel like with both Airbnb's commercial as well as some others, if they were aired a year ago, they might not have been that controversial. But <laughs> now this year, all these commercials are getting a lot of controversy around it uh, in light of the political climate. So it's funny how, how things can change. But did you see the commercial, the We Accept commercial? commercial? Jasper, did you see that? I actually saw it on the internet uh, right before we started recording. I did watch the Super Bowl for the first time in my life. And I now understand mm -hmm. what American football is about. And apparently it was <laughs> a very historic match for, uh, for several reasons. But yeah, I saw it. Uh, I saw it on the internet. Uh, I thought it was a really cool, really cool uh, little stab at uh, at Trump. Uh, I, you told me I wasn't allowed to mention Trump anymore, so I'm actually glad you asked the question, David, so you can give me shit about that. Um, but uh, yeah, it's it's an expensive time as well, isn't it, to to do a commercial, right? Yeah, I heard they were going for about $5 million or so per 30-second ad, but um, okay. I thought Airbnb one, that was that was one of my favorites, very inclusive and uh, very much along the lines of the announcement that Brian Chesky made and just Airbnb's vision in general. So it was great to, to see them making a, a big stand on the big stage of the Super Bowl. Absolutely. No, I totally agree. Awesome. Well, we're uh, we're running out of time, unfortunately, because uh, I feel like Emery uh, could easily talk for another few hours about all this <laughs> awesome Love your enthusiasm. stuff, and she has a lot of interesting things to say. So I'm I'm uh, I'm definitely excited to maybe get her back on the show in the future. Uh, but for now, uh, I wanted to thank Emery again for taking the time. It's been really interesting and awesome talking to you. And of course, David, I want to thank you as well for asking some really intelligent questions uh, that I would have never would have come up with. So thank you very much for that. And of course, uh, thanks all the listeners for listening. And next week, there will be another episode where we'll be discussing the news of next week. So thanks and, for listening david go ahead thank you jess for one more time i just want to give emery one more uh opportunity if there's anything final she wanted to say and also just one more time where people should go if they want to uh have a new group perfect so um i want to say thank you so much for having me and my final thought is you know i'm continuously inspired by the Airbnb host community to do good in their neighborhoods. And I think that Airbnb hosts are, you know, a different type of citizen in themselves. You know, they are someone who want to open up their cities and their homes to all types of travelers and um, explorers. And so I think it is a really 
It's been an amazing trip for me, two and a half years here at Airbnb, being inspired by our hosts. And I can't wait to see all that we accomplish together as a global community in the next year. Um, so I would say if you're interested in learning more, interested in seeing if what your local club is doing or interested in starting your own, you can go to www.airbnb.com slash clubs. Also, a great website to even learn more is www.airbnbcitizen.com slash clubs. That has a lot of information and see what these clubs are up to, newsletters, blogs, photos, and more. Awesome. Great. Well, thanks very much. And everybody who wants to get involved, uh, go ahead and uh, start your own club, get involved, take positive action, and help Airbnb dominate the world and, and make the world a better place. So with that... Thanks for listening and until next time. Get paid for your pet. 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 Get paid for your pet.